When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Need help getting your builder's registration? Call Master Builders Victoria today to discuss our member support program. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us for the second hour, welcome Julian DeStoop sitting in for Dwayne Russell. As we mentioned before the news, a couple of big announcements in Adelaide with the Premier Peter Malinowskis and Gil McLaughlin last week announcing the so-called Magic Round will come to South Australia in April next year. And then yesterday, Greg Norman in town to announce that for the next four years, a live golf tournament uh, will be held in Adelaide, the first one at the Grange Golf Club from April 21 to 23 next year, which coincidentally, Greg Norman claimed his first professional victory at that course in 1976. So time for a coffee catch-up for Maccas. Pop into Maccas for 30 days, 30 deals. One man that he doesn't need any caffeine, no doubt about that, is uh, Channel 9 Adelaide sports reporter, presenter, host extraordinaire, Tom Wren, who joins us. Hey, Tommy. Jules, great to be on board. No, you're right. I probably don't need one, but I'd love one right now anyway, just to keep me buzzing a little bit more. So what are you most excited about, Tom? Are you excited about the the so-called magic round, uh, the live golf, or the glut of cashies that will come your way to host events (laughs) around these events? Well, hopefully the cashies, Jules. Um, I'm I'm just hoping to jump on that gravy train and just, you know, lather myself in it. But... um, what I'm most looking forward to, I think, is that you've got no more excuses not to come here, Jules. So, you know, you've been fobbing me off for a few years now. You're going to be over here front and centre. I'm going to take you around. I want you to have 10 or 12 days off. <laughs> and uh, hopefully Hutchie's able to give you a little bit of leave. And, and I'm going to take you to some of the beautiful wineries and we're going to paint the town every single colour. <laughs> I'd love, um, to, but love look, to do that. Seriously, seriously, Jules, um, it's a really good question. Of the two, um, look, love the AFL. You and I, you and I both... Um, have, you know, covered it and worked together um, and, you know, on the beat for a long time. And it's glorious. You know, we're so lucky to have the game we do. But I think because we've been starved at, you know, professional golf tournaments, you know, really top-line players, and I know people will have their opinions on live, but particularly in South Australia, to get the calibre of players that are coming out, um, you know, that that really is um, floating my boat. I cannot wait for that, to see the likes of Kepka and, Dustin Johnson and Cam Smith, you know, in the town, the whole travelling circus. Um, I, I really can't wait to see how that all shapes for as much the off course as what we're going to get on it as well. Has there been any blowback about it being a live golf event? We know live golf divides opinion from, you know, what it's doing to yep. golf to where the money's coming from. Has there been any blowback on Talkback Radio, for example, over the last 24 hours or not? Yeah, there has, and been some strong opinions, you know, in the local paper over here, the advertiser, um, which is understandable. Jules, given, you know, we know that it's a Saudi-backed organisation. 
that said, I think it has been overwhelmingly positive or much more positive than negative. Um, so I, I think it's definitely in the positive favour. And I think it's because, you know, much like Melbourne, WA, you know, um, enormously parochial. And you know that, Jules, you've, you've been here many times to call football and cover sports. It's a very parochial town. So, you know, when we get to showcase something, I think generally um, people get behind it. Yes, there has definitely been opinions and, you know, talkback callers that have been against it. But I would say if I had to put a percentage on it, Jules, from what I've seen, read and heard, 75, 25, maybe even 80, 20, positive. What what sort of money is this costing the state to stage both of these events? And I'm I'm assuming they'll expect uh, the return will be greater than the output. Exactly right. So, Jules, they've got a $40 million fund, and which which they've said is their major event fund, which they was an election promise. The Premier Peter Malinowskis, who you touched on, they said, we're going to use this and we're going to get some big events. So they've obviously had to dip into this $40 million. I think it's around the $20 million for the two combined. Um, maybe slightly, you know, give or take a little, but I think it's roughly half of that $40 million. So, yep, there's also people saying, why are we paying, you know, such, you know, healthcare, hospitals, et cetera, roads, which always need, you know, improving. But again, I think people, given the magnitude of AFL and how important that is in this town um, and that it's an international um, stage, now it's on, I guess, people of SA to really show up at both, you know, that festival of footy, the magic round, which is yet to be determined for a name, and also the live tournament. And I think they're confident, Jules, they'll make that, you know, say 20 million many times over. You know, I think they're hoping for 70 million plus across the two weeks with tourism, you know, what people put back into the economy, spending, hospitality. Um, So hopefully it's a real big win. And I do too, you know, personally, Jules, I want us to to go after big events, Mm. you know, to, to like Melbourne does it consistently. You know, let's, let's put our hands up there and host some big stuff and, and really say, you know, why not us? You know, I know, you know, Melbourne, Sydney are, are much bigger and host big stuff all the time, but why not, you know, put your hands up and, and showcase some of the best of what we've got to offer? You know, you've got the V8s coming back in a couple of weeks, which is a, a big event uh, for Adelaide yeah. as well. Speaking to Tom Wren uh, from Channel 9 uh, over in Adelaide, just on this so-called magic round, have you heard anything about how it's going to be fixtured? We know it's not going to be a showdown yeah. between Port Adelaide and Adelaide. That makes sense to spread those games out. Any idea how it will be fixtured and, and what sort of support do you think there will be for games not featuring the two local teams? Great question. I reckon, Jules, it'll start on the Thursday night, which is the 13th. They'll have one of the two sides playing. So I would expect it's probably Crows given their higher drawing. I reckon they want to hit this thing with a bang. I, I would think like a Crows, Collingwood, you know, they want a big drawing team, yep. Jules, that they know they can get 45,000, 50,000 and everyone will go, wow, okay, this thing's, you know, we're away. Uh, so I would, you know, whether it's Essendon, Carlton, Collingwood, if I, had, if I was a betting man, Jules, and you know I am, sadly, um, I would say probably a Collingwood and Crows. Then I think, you know, a Port and another high-drawing team on another evening. Friday night, I reckon they'll have double, they're going to have some double. There's six games at Adelaide Oval, Jules, two at, Sample grounds, like Norwood is um, an early favourite. Norwood Oval, obviously Norwood, a very strong sample team over here. And then one in the Barossa is the most likely scenario. That would probably be like a North Melbourne GWS. I'm plucking two teams yeah. here. I don't know this. Or it might be West Coast and, uh, you know, Fremantle or 
probably not a Western Derby, but something like that where if you could get four or 5,000 at a suburban ground, it's got to sound great and look great. So it might be two of those lower drawing teams. Now, excuse my ignorance, Tommy, but is there a quality venue in the Barossa? Like, where would that game be played? Yeah, it's they've got the local grounds there, and clearly they'd have to make sure the grounds are AFL, you know, standard in terms of size, quality, etc. But yes, they've got a couple of really nice grounds up there, uh, Tapunda, Angerston, um, but I. No doubt they're going to have to, you know, get the AFL to tick that off and and make sure that's all okay. Just speaking with a few people from government, etc., they're pretty confident that will be the case. Um, you know, it, it's pride of place, as you know, you know, football grounds locally here. But yeah, that's going to have to be something that will get AFL verification. But pretty confident, Jules, that won't be an issue. And and with. The golf, well, what sort of crowds are expected? We know when we've had the President's Cup here in Melbourne, you know, we've been lucky enough to host it three or four times. They've been enormous. Remember uh, 2019, the crowds were unbelievable. What sort of crowds are we expecting and and what sort of capacity can you get into a course like the Grange? That that is a real... Like, I was actually going to sort of say what my question was to you. What kind of crowds did you get for those President's Cup? The, The good thing they've got there, Jules, is that it's two courses at Grange, and my understanding is the way they're going to work it is there's an east and a west course. And Greg Norman actually designed the east course many, many years ago. So it's, they're both beautiful, you know. Um, they're going to play the back nine of each. So the back nine of the west and the back nine of the east. And that's more an aesthetic thing, and also to make sure they can get grandstands, you know, on the 18th for which, wherever they finish. Um, so there is plenty of room because, you know, you, you've literally got two courses there. So there won't be an issue, I don't think, with room. In terms of ticket sales, I, I know yesterday they went on sale. They, they put reserve um, pricing on hospitality and also three-day packages, and it sold out um, on the first day. So I, I know they've since released more. Um, but I think it will go really well. I'm, I'm hoping, Jules, what I'm really hoping is that people like yourself, um, your mates, you know, the listeners that are, that are tuning in today, sort of say, let's get to Adelaide. Let's make a bit of a trip. You know, I probably sound like I'm working for the government here, but I, I just hope people get on board and say, you know what, let's head to Adelaide, see this great tournament um, and, and just check it out. Um, so I think that's what the government's hoping for, but I think they're hoping to really still live golf. I don't know what you could fit into a golf course, to be honest, but I would think you'd want, want 10,000 a day. Yeah, I think that. so. I think you'd get that. Yep, I, I'd agree. Now, you had the, the uh, I guess, the pleasure of interviewing Greg Norman yesterday. How'd you find that? I remember I, I got the chance to interview Greg. I think it was about 2011, ahead of a, a President's Cup. And that he's got an aura about him that not many people do. Did you did you feel oh. that? Spot on. Like, when... I've, I've worked in the industry about 20 years now, Jules, and, you know, you're talking to elite athletes. We're very privileged daily, you know, and guys with a, that are big, everyone's big to me. Um, but, you know, guys that are in the AFL world are, are really big and, and strong and they have a natural physical presence. But you're spot on. I was only saying to a few people yesterday, it's the first time in a while, but they're all just people and, you know, they're people that do things exceptionally well. But, you know, um, they're just people. Greg had a charisma and an aura. I reckon I've only felt a few times. Um, and I've got to be honest, one of them who 
I interviewed earlier when I worked in Melbourne over there with you, Jules. Gary Lyon, when I first met him, had a presence and an aura about him. You like that. Um, Graham Corns. Yeah. <laughs> Graham Corns, someone who just always has an aura about him as well. Um, and I'd, I'd put Greg Norman, just for whatever reason, just the way he carried himself, the way he spoke. Um, he's got an, he, he looks incredible for his age. He, he's one of the handful of people where I, I was physically... Uh, and mentally a little bit intimidated, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I know the feeling. He's yeah, something about him that not many people have. Hey, just one on the footy front before I let you go. Um, Jason Horn Francis, I mean, when he was over here, there was plenty of spotlight on him, of course, being a number one pick, and it didn't all go yep. well at North Melbourne. But just give us just give us a sense of what's it going to be like for him in Adelaide next year. Two-team town, he's coming back home, expectations are high. What sort of focus is going to be on, on Jason Horn Francis? Huge. It's got to be enormous, Jules. I mean, Port Adelaide, overwhelmingly, we're all experts, aren't we? We think we're experts looking in. And I think most people agree that Port did a really good job in the trade period. But there is no doubt, given the the hype, the spotlight, the speculation, the fact he only stayed at North Melbourne for one year, he's the number one pick, it's enormous. Um, people are expecting pretty big things. And Jules, I think extend that further, it's not just on Jason Horn Francis, but it's on Port Adelaide mm. strongly. And that's not just here. I think that's I think that's around the country, given, you know, Ken Hinckley's contract situation. I think he'll be a very, very good player, but there is no doubt in my mind he comes with a, a high degree of expectation. And that's gonna be fierce. I mean, Melbourne Melbourne's tough because when the spotlight comes, it comes hard. There's so many journalists and organizations. But in Adelaide it's it's less so in terms of the volume of people that are scrutinising you, but in terms of the glare, it's just as fierce because we are a fishbowl over here. So it will come, and I think Port Adelaide very much from the first month of the season, they're the team everyone's watching to see how they go. A little bit on Junior Rioli, but very mm. much on Jason Horn francis I, I hope for his sake he performs and for Ken Hinckley because... Um, there will be a lot of scrutiny and it'll come early. Yep, it's going to be a must-watch. Uh, Tommy, as always, thank you so much for your time. If you just keep one of the wings in your palatial residence over there free, I'll grab a bunk bed and I'll come over for uh, <laughs> Magic Round and maybe stay for the golf as well. If you can just give me a wing in your house, that would be awesome. Jules, you are free anytime. Bring Hawley over. Clickety-clickety-clack. Miles Fitzner, JJ, Josh, bring them all over. You're all welcome. In fact, bring a heap of the listeners. Run a competition. Stay at my joint. You'll be broke by the end of it, but we'll have a bloody good time, Jules. I'll tell oh, you that, that would be some sort of competition. Tommy, always great to chat. Uh, that was a coffee catch-up for Maccas. Maccas 30 days, 30 deals. Find out today's delicious deal only on the My Maccas app. Let's get a break away. Uh, time for some of your calls on the other side. Anything you want to talk about? We're talking about the the Brownlow. Should it still be um, adjudicated by the umpires? Talking about round one. Should it be back to Richmond Carlton next year? Which it appears it's going to be. Uh, anything you want to chat about? Give us a call. one 736 736 on the Werribee Kia open line. Awarded National Kia Car Dealer of the Year. Werribee Kia makes buying cars easy. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.